Welcome back. You're listening to Money Talks. I'm your host, Nick Antonucci, joined today by my fellow research analyst, Jacob Keene, Dan Deluzio from our perimeter office, and Jonathan Secreta, also uh, our intern from the research department, guys. And um, we're going to cover some uh, listener questions here in a little bit. But first, as we do every week, we want to talk about a real-life uh, situation, whether that be tax pl- uh, tax planning, um, financial planning related, research related. In this case, um, it actually is tax related, and it's Chloe and James have been renting out James's old bachelor pad for the last nine years. Unfortunately, the house is in Naples, Florida, and suffered substantial damage from Hurricane Irma. The estimated damage to the home is more than eighty thousand dollars. They've heard they can claim the loss on either the 2016 or 2017 tax return, but are unsure how to determine what would be best. So. Dan, this is right in your wheelhouse. So how do they do this, and what what would be the best way to do it? Well, actually, the best way to do it, if you're talking about which year you want to claim it on, let's just go back and just give an overall view of casualty losses. First of all, if you're really interested in the the fine, in the weeds of it, there's a publication, 547, that the IRS has, so that's very important. Okay. Uh, Also, uh, casualty losses, uh, when there are not in the situation like what we just had between Irma and Harvey and I think Maria was the other one. It was. Okay, there are certain limits that you can take on your tax return with a casualty loss. Okay, so if they're not disaster declared casualty losses, uh, once you, let's say you have $100,000 of adjusted gross income, and let's say your casualty loss after you subtract out what the insurance company paid you, you're still out $12,000. Okay. Well, what you've got to do in a normal situation is then take your adjusted gross was 100000 You take 10% of that. That's 10000 You lose that of the 12000 So, so your casualty loss, deductible casualty loss, is only 12000 Okay, and it's actually it's 12000 You actually lose $10,100. Okay. It's $100 plus 10% of your AGI. Okay. okay. Now, in the situation that we've got now with the hurricane and the federal government, there there is a, a bill that was just signed by President Trump on the 29th of September, and it's the Disaster Tax Relief and Airport Runway Extension Act. Now, I don't know what the airport has to do with <laughs> it, but I'm sure it has something. It's all, you know, how they put one thing into it. They lump it all in, exactly. Well, the Disaster Tax Relief Act, I was just at a a webinar this morning with the IRS on disasters, and they said it's so new they don't even know what's all in it yet. But the gist of it's going to be is that what they've done in the past on these disaster reliefs or or, or situations is they will waive the 10% uh, of your adjusted gross income. So in that scenario where the guy had $12,000 $12,000 loss, he would get a $12,000 loss. Okay. 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 So that's a real big help in situations like this where people have lost pretty much everything in a lot of cases. Sure. I have one client who said that uh, they have a home in Marathon, Florida, and they told me that they've got about uh, it was three or four cinder blocks left. Wow. That's terrible. It's that sad to it. hear, but I, I feel like that's probably not uncommon. Yeah. It's a second home, so luckily they yeah. weren't there, but still, it's a, it's a loss. Uh, also, there's, uh, you know, the the counties or the areas that are affected is all of Georgia and all of Florida's counties are considered now under the under the uh, disaster relief. This is from the IRS now. Not Texas. Uh, to all of t- only 47 counties in Texas. Okay. Okay. So not all of Texas. And of course that was all Harvey related. The ones in uh, in Florida and Georgia Irma. are Irma related. And then you've got Puerto Rico and the Virgin Islands, which is Maria and Irma. So. Uh, 
So anyway, but the disaster relief for FEMA is not necessarily the same counties that are the, that the IRS does. So you got to go on the website to check. But again, for for the purposes of IRS, it's all of Georgia and all of Florida, and 47 counties in Texas. Uh, well, and also they're adding the California wildfires for lately, so we know what's Makes going sense. on out yep. there as well. Now, one of the other things to be aware of is usually in situations like this, you can they'll let you borrow or take money out of your 401k and out of your, and things like that. Tax like penalty free. Penalty free. That they'll waive that 10% penalty. Of course, you're still going to pay tax if you right. take it out. Uh, and don't return it in the 60 days, you know. So gonna, you have, six, you have to return tax. it within 60 days. Yeah. You, okay. Well, you can, you know, you, you're going to pay tax on it. You can take a loan out, okay? And the loan you you could have to, you'll have to repay back over the life. Right. Of, but if you take money out of your account, you can still waive the 10% penalty. If you don't return it, then you're going to get hit with the income tax on it. Okay. okay. So that's the relief you get. There's a form, 48, 4684 is what you file it on. Okay. Now, you have to prove that you're taking that out for these particular reasons, correct? Oh, yeah. Okay. Absolutely, yeah. I was going to say, you're going to see a mass of people hmm. yeah. yanking money and out. Generally, the way you, just, you, well, you have a loss is you look at the fair market value of the property immediately before the disaster and the fair market value after the disaster, and the difference is your loss. And then from that, you take any insurance uh, reimbursements you get. And then, so, and then if, you, what, if, you still have, if you're still out money, that particularly, that's generally your loss. Now, be sure. careful because if you have a very low basis or a cost basis in your property, uh, you could potentially end up with a gain if your insurance proceeds are a lot higher. Right. So yeah. you got to be okay. careful of those Another things, Another thing to too. consider. All right. So uh, general, to the, really, the, so the key is there's, there's something else coming out for all the residents of Georgia and Florida. So talk to your tax preparers or, or, be, or be aware because the government will be putting more information out on this. It was just passed. And like I said, I was at an IRS webinar this morning, and they said we haven't even digested it yet. Yeah, and, and so if you're listening, these are obviously complicated situations, and it's important that you talk to an expert. Um, and on that note, if you if you do want to talk to one of our experts, you can reach us at 770 770- Four two nine nine one six six, and we'll get you in touch with the person you need to be speaking to. Dan, is there anything else? Is that about wrap up that no, situation? Wrap up. I, I got I got something for you, Dan. Sure. I'm, I'm put on my equity research cap. So basically, with these uh, casualty losses that um, that real estate owners are taking, they're it's going to be on their 2017 filing that they're going to get that benefit right technically that's it's the year when the loss arose so it'd be okay. 2017 yeah, okay but right. but that you have an option you have up until october of 2018 october 15th you have six months after the due date of your return for the loss year so the loss year is 17 it's due april so you have until six months thereafter, so it's October of 18, to make a decision. Am I going to put it on my 17 return, or do I want to go back and put it on my 16? And there's reasons why you want to do that. What if you've got huge income in 17 and no income in 16? Yeah. Well, you'd want it on 16 right, right. or 17. And the same thing. What if you've got other scenarios where it, it's, it warrants it to be in one year versus the other? So you really need to, to analyze both years, and that's why they give you that six months after the filing date of the year of the loss. Right, right. So, so I'm thinking if you're thinking of, you know, uh, the average person, um, there could be some liquidity restraints as far as rebuilding the property. The cash flow is not going to come till next year. Absolutely. Right. So, 
we're seeing, uh, we saw earlier, Nick, what was uh, retail sales and uh, building supplies up 2.1%. Yeah. So that's probably just the small percentage of the population that has that liquidity. Absolutely. So you can probably expect that, you know, a year from now, however long it takes, you know, sometime next year that you may still see building supply sales increase. Right. And a practical note, I'm sure the uh, insurance companies are inundated with these claims. So it's going to take them a while to go through all those and process them and get money to the people. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, that's a good thought, Jacob. Thanks for that. But uh, I think it's probably a good time for us to go ahead and take a break. Uh, You're listening to Money Talks. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.